Another day, Mimosa Month. What is this? Super Bowl Sunday, Merle Light, Mimosa Sunday. Mimosa Monday. So, um, today, actually, there were some, before we jump into it, when I put that question up, like who's going to join us today, one was pretty funny. I said me. Yeah. Every, my wife's like, me, because you're stupid. That was good. Have <laughs> a CEO here? Yeah, the CEO can be here. Uh, but we have with us. What was the funny joke? Was that, was that I'm an idiot. Oh, that's oh. it. Everybody knows this. It's just, there's, I didn't know there was a punchline. There's no punchline. Punchline is just Rob Sucks. You're just going to be like, okay. So, I didn't Trump. Oh, boy. I don't know. I'll go there. So, uh, today we have a special guest. Legend. Where is he? <laughs> the picture guy, the cameraman. I don't know. You, Adam. <laughs> Oh, you're fucking killing me. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it's been a while. Now we're back with with a banger. At least we think it's going to be a banger. Oh, maybe. Who knows? So, Mike's got these new mic things. Mike with the new mic stands, so hopefully it works out. Yeah, we need new or more mics. One day. Well, we'll get there. Or we're trying. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anybody want to sponsor us? Yeah. Still going. <laughs> we need to put out more podcasts. You gotta be like on just, point. You can't just. I try. You gotta be like this guy in his magazine, like on schedule. Not, not every six months, maybe five months, three in a row in a week. If we did one every six months, we'd be fucking happy. At least there's a schedule. <laughs> you guys gotta make a schedule. You That's all. Kids since the last time we did one. <laughs> no, he was, he was around already. That's April versus October. All you guys got to do is make a schedule yeah. and try to stick to it. That's all. There's you no know, way. There's no deadlines. Deadlines. We've tried it. <laughs> no, that don't work. Not with us fucking animals. Yeah, this is a mess. But it's a good mess. So, Hefe. Welcome to the... Uh, welcome out of the sticks, I guess. I don't know. It's yeah. Suburbia. Yeah, right. No, I live in the sticks. That's no lie. I'm in the woods. <laughs> so, what do, you, uh, what do you do now? You know, after being... The salty god of fires and traveling to... Well, you know, after I retired, um, you know, I bought a new house with a big piece of property. So uh, I turned into like a farmer almost. And um, I do a lot of hunting and stuff you know, to keep myself busy. I still do my photography, fire apparatus, and, you know, fire scenes when I can get to them. You know, I'm not as young as I used to be. So running around, you know, all night, it's not really a thing too much anymore. Kind yeah. of enjoy sleeping a little bit better. I got you on that one. Yeah. We left off somewhere. Yeah, we left off somewhere. The heater kicked on. A couple, 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 couple runs for this big. Is he Waldwick busy? Job City. It's like the Bronx. Nat. Um, yeah, so a photo guy. That's how I met you before I even knew I was working where you worked. Where right. you worked. Yeah, so that. Believe it or not, we were, me and my buddy were talking about it yesterday. They figured it out. I've probably been uh, 
taking pictures of fires and apparatus for like 29 years. Oh, oh, so, and it's not just this tri-state area. And that's not, you know, that, I'm like a baby at 29 years because I hang out with guys that have been doing it since, you know, like the 60s and 70s, you know. And, uh, but, you know, it's been, it, what started as a hobby uh, turned into uh, a small business per se, you know, where I was submitting stuff to various uh, publications, magazines, books, and, you know, whatever. You know, you get paid a little bit of money. You know, you're never going to, you know, you can't get rich on it. That would be stupid to even think that. But, it, you know, it pays for, like, you know, my travel expenses, my gas. So, And I just I enjoy it, you know. It's I good. Probably, like, right now I average about between four and 500 apparatus I photograph annually. You know, that's a lot of rigs to see, you know. So, right. So I see it, and then, you know, I get to talk to the end user about these apparatus. And, you, you know, you get to hear the good, the bad, and, you know, you see the different innovations that, you know, people come up with. You know, some of these guys are very exotic with their, uh, you know, different we gotta be, we gotta be and, different. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. And I, I enjoy it, and I enjoy meeting people, like, all over the place. I've traveled everywhere. I've been to, you know, California, Detroit, uh, Gary, Indiana, you know, up north, Boston, down in the south, uh, Flo- you know, all the way to Florida. I've hit a bunch of different states, so it's cool because you get to meet all these guys. Right. And obviously, you start talking shop, so you find out how, you know, we're different, but Not we're so. all quite the same. Yeah. You know, the, the same, same shit right. is going on <laughs> yeah. you know, everywhere. Same stuff's going on in New Jersey that's same going on. Circus, different clowns. That's what it is, it's you know? So, but it, it's, uh, it's cool. It's been quite an adventure. You know, I enjoy it. Sometimes, you know, people are like, are you kidding me? You know, you're a, you were a battalion chief and you're out here taking pictures. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I've been doing this for Forever. You know, a long time. You know, kind of build a name for myself. I run a website. You know, I get people email me, you know, looking for stuff all the time. So it's kind of cool. Nice. You what know? about with the, with the recent world of aerials in today's society? What, what, I don't know. Is it still... We've always had this debate between uh, tillers, towers... It's Mickey Mouse, Mike. It's Mickey Mouse. Straight sticks, rear axles. Oh, yeah, this is true. We're going out on the road again. What is your favorite? I like the engine. No, 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 this is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, you know, it depends. Because every, every town is different. Every municipality is different. The makeup of your buildings or whatever, or, you know, your access points and everything. Like, yesterday I was in um, uh, Mendham Township taking pictures. Um, they got driveways that they can't get a, a regular Class A pumper in, so they have a, a mini pumper, you know, that they're able to drop a line at the end of the driveway drop their hose, and then it gets supplied from the street, you know, because you can't get anything up the driveway. They're like, they're not even drivers, they're like pads, you know. The problem is that they're almost a half a mile long. Right. You know, because there's mansions, like, way out, you know. These people live in these, like, secluded mansions, so it is what it is. But as far as, like, trucks go, I think it depends on your area. Me, personally, I like the tractor-drawn aerial. The reason I like it is because it's a giant toolbox on wheels. You can fit a lot of stuff in the compartments. Got the aerial, and you could pretty much put that thing anywhere. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, right. this morning. Yeah, but then again, you know, the tower ladder, tower ladder serves its purpose. You know, obviously, New York City, you know, they they swear by them. You know, they have a lot more tower ladders than they do tractor drawn aerials. Like, and, uh, three tillers, yeah, I think they have more than that. I could figure it out. Yeah, I would be figured, I could figure they're it out, rare. but I'll be they're, cutting they're, into they're your rare, uh, right. podcast. But, like, the towel ladder, like, if you look at the towel ladder and the versatility of it and 
you know, how you can use it, you know, both for, you know, a rescue operation, uh, even just to put that basket in the ground, use it, you know, as like a ground monitor, you know, to knock down fire in a storefront. You know, you could really utilize that towel ladder. And the straight stick also it serves its purpose. I mean, I think it's preference and, you know, what the town, what their needs are. Yeah. I mean, you can't say that one's better than the other because it's they still both go up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you're comparing apples to oranges. Right, it, it's you know. Yeah, we, yeah, you've ripped me apart how many times? Shut up! I think Mikey's got a soundbite on that one yeah, that from that from that episode. What? Which one? Shut the fuck, fuck up! up. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things that we agree on, and I think that that episode, especially, we were agreeing, but we were just not coming to the same answer. Concept. We weren't communicating effectively. <laughs> that happens. You know, you put a bunch of firemen in a room, you're going to have some uh, yelling and screaming sometimes. Yeah. Same answer. 30 different agree, ways to get there. I, I, right. I agree, though. It's, it's all preference on how your town, city is built. It's, it's, yeah, but it's like, you and it's have like to that, build a rig for your area, not you just have to. for what you want. 100%. Right. 100%. You have to build you're doing, it for your area. You're doing, you're doing a disservice by, oh, yeah. we want this because it's bigger and better and it's the coolest listen, thing in the listen, world. I mean, let's call spade a spade here. Every fireman has going to have a preference of manufacturers. Elder. Sure. Some guys swear by the aerial scope, some guys swear by the ears, KME, whatever it is. But if you're not building for your community, it's then true. you're doing a disservice, like you said. It's plain right. and simple. You're, you're just doing a disservice. Right. You have to know what suits you. Even yeah. like even even building engines, you know, I mean, every, you know, you talk to people, it'll be like, our engine's a dime a dozen. Okay, that's wonderful. You know, I was in Washington, D.C. They uh, built these Seagrave Capital pumpers, uh, met the chief that was in charge of helping design them. Uh, the rig is ideal for someone like me. I stand five foot six. I can reach the ground ladders. I can reach a pre-connect. I don't have to work from the street. You know, the rig is a short wheelbase. You can make a U-turn in the middle of a, you know, a decent sized street. It's perfect. Then you go to someplace else and they got an engine that's, you know, the size of a tractor drawn aerial. And I, I'm like, where the hell are you putting that? But maybe that suits their needs. Right. Right. If maybe they need, yeah, maybe they need a large, you know, tank because they have no hydrants or something. Mm -hmm. So to sit there and like, you know, point fingers fingers and poke fun at them, like, what do you have this freaking thing for? You're stupid for doing that. Yeah. No, it's just listen. We all know that there's bells and whistles, and you're gonna put bells and whistles and toys on every truck you build. It doesn't matter what it is, who you are. I know. But like you said, though, there's. Build a truck for where you need it. Absolutely. End of story. It doesn't matter if it's a plate. Pump pumpers a dime a dozen. We don't. Right. They all do the same job. And yeah. they, they, they're all bringing some sort of gallons of water. They're all bringing hose. Right. They're bringing fire. End of story. Yeah, it's a dime a dozen. But if you how respect so. how you right. do it, we'll just fit you. That's it. Right. And how, you don't give a fuck about anything else. You, you care about your, your, your community. Right. I give a shit where it goes outside of the community. If you happen to call, no problem. Yeah, well, we're going to come. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. But of course. Build for you, right? Right, and that's that you have to do that. So, like, there's times when I'm out taking pictures, and I look like I'm, I like to look at hose beds. I rode an engine my, pretty much my whole career, so like, hose is my thing. You know, like I stretch a lot of lines, and you know, I like to see how the hose beds are set up and everything. And sometimes you got guys, you know, their hose bed is like it looks like it's like two stories high. You know, it's all the way like on yeah. the top. And they got like a ladder. They got to climb up there to pull the hose down and everything. And I scratch my head like this doesn't seem effective to me. But who am I to say that? Exactly. You know, it, because then you find out. Well, you know, we don't have any hydrants in a certain section of the town, so we needed to have. You know, we wanted to have uh, twelve hundred gallons of water or two or two thousand gallons of water, and then we carry the rescue tools because we only got one rig. 
You know, so we have to put five pounds of, sh- you know, ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. You know, so then you're like, okay, I see why the hose is pushed all the way up there. And I ask them, do you have issues, like, you know, with making a supply? And they're like, well, normally we go right into the scene and then somebody else supplies us. Right. Okay, good. They, they solve the problem. Yeah, they solve the problem. Right. So to, like, point fingers at, like, well, that was a stupid thing to do on your you rig. But that's your opinion. and. Yeah. Have no it means right nothing, to. right? You have no yeah. right to, you know. Right. Everyone knows that when the committee started, regardless of whether it be politicians, whether it be the brass in the firehouse, whether it be just an engineer truck, man, these guys are doing everything for a reason. Right. It's not just, eh, yeah, that looks good there, fuck it. Right. And that, and that's how you know. That's you. I hate to say that, but it comes with. I think your seniority is a fire on a fire department. At the beginning, you know, you're hot shit. Why would they do this? This doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? This is just dumb. And then after years of what, you sit there and you're like, oh, all right. Well, I, I understand right. why they had to do what they had to do. Right. Just because it doesn't make sense for your community doesn't mean it doesn't make sense for someone else's. 100%. And that's just overall being like a solid farmer. Just person. Like, just Monday morning don't rip them. Right. Bullshit. Just be like, let me, let me understand the problem. Why? How? And again, it might not just been based on the jurisdiction. It could be just like, listen, we only had... Four dollars to buy a rig with, yeah. and this is and the only option they'll do. All right, right. right. So gotta do what you gotta do. Make got it, it work. Right. And, and and in that case, you see that all everywhere, everywhere, rural areas that don't have a lot of money that we can afford this truck. This right. is what we can afford. They're gonna make it work. Right. That's what firemen do. They they make shit work. And I see I see that all the time. You know, I travel out to like rural parts of Pennsylvania. I've been to Tennessee. I've been out in Kentucky. You know, in these small volunteer fire departments and. You know, they make it work. That's you know, it. they'll buy a used rig. It could be like you know a nineteen eighty Max CF, and that's like the best thing that they're happy yeah. with that. And you know, they're they'll dial it up and make it effective, and they'll run it as long as they possibly can because they just don't have the funding. Yeah, you know, you're talking like you know towns, you know, out in somebody's rural areas. You know, the population might be five hundred people. What kind of tax? Yeah, there's no people, yeah, you know, exactly. You and everybody it. that lives there, they work in the town. They're farmers. They're this. They're that. Or like out in Pennsylvania, they're they're coal miners and shit. You know. Yeah. They got to make it work. Yeah, and that's it. And they do. They got. Right. They got to make it work. And there's still the fire department. You know, even if you even if you know so you're sitting up. back saying, "Oh my God, <laughs> those guys are fucked up." No, they're not. They're that's the fire that's department. The fire that's, that's, that's what they do. Hundred percent. Right. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I see it all the time. So no matter where you are, people call the fire department because they have a problem and we're there to fix their problem. Right, hundred percent. I still would love it so All of a sudden, <laughs> it, it would yeah. fit in here. It would fit. It would fit. The problem is, there's only like four people that know. Train. Imagine That's that. All you need is four people. Imagine, imagine that. Oh my god, you'd go everywhere. Somebody else wouldn't be going so much some places. No. Yeah. All right. It'd be, it'd be like Star Wars. Whole lot of Tractor <laughs> to draw the aerials. Where it's at, man. Where it's at. There should be one in this area, but like, like he was saying, with all the. You know, shot one. Yeah, we, we've been saying that for decades. No. You get one here. I'll come forward. This place. Nah. You gotta go to half. You gotta go to fires. I don't think they could drive. That's <laughs> 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 to throw it out there. No, it's funny. We, you know, like I said, I worked on the engine. You know, we always had a tractor drawn in Passaic, and you know, we would call them the stupid truck because it took two guys to drive. <laughs> 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 but no, the, the tractor drawn aerial to me is probably the most versatile piece you can use. There's just so much room for activities. 
But but again, we've said this before on like early episode, whatever you want to call it. Like you got to have good drivers. Yeah, you can't just oh one day it's you two, one day it's you two, one day like you need to be like it's always us. Because it's just the shit you could do when you have two drivers in sync. It's fucking unreal. But my so my buddy he's uh he works at Truck Ford in Washington D.C. So I went down and hung out with them. They took me on a handful of runs. Um, he drives. He's the chauffeur to rig. He's been there for a little while. He's probably going to retire in another few years with 30 years. But he, he drives the, the truck, and then he's got a Tillerman in the back that, you know, they're a team. And they drove this truck around D.C. And we were responding to alarms. How we didn't hit anything, I have no <laughs> idea. But they're just masters of their craft. Like, they, they work in conjunction with each other. They know exactly what they're doing. And they whip that truck around like it's a Honda Civic. When you have a team like that, it's amazing. Yeah, it's unreal. It's amazing what he's been doing. Right. Practice, and that goes for an engine chauffeur, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just it's a chauffeur. It's of the fire of the fire department. Right. You've got a great chauffeur that you're sitting, whether you're a lieutenant or, you know, you're a chief. You've got a great chauffeur in that seat. You, you have no... There's no problems. You, you, right. You, you already have that peace of mind that you know something's going to happen. Right. What was one of the... Things that I've always heard you say, just even not through you directly, through guys you've trained, is like, as long as you can get me there and put the fire, whatever you're saying was, it was like you could train anybody as long as you stick to the, you know, the right? You, yeah, stick to what you know, what you're taught. You know, I had I had excellent chauffeurs. Uh, you know, when when I was a fireman, I, I I guess I was a pretty good chauffeur. So people have told me, um, you know, I never had a problem making water or coming up with a plan, and you know. I was very good. I knew the streets. I was on a company that, you know, we went mutual aid to uh, a bunch of different towns. And I was like a walking roadmap. Like, I knew exactly where we were right. going every time we hit the door. I never looked at MapQuest or, back in the day, paper maps. <laughs> or, <laughs> I just, you know, they'd be like, go cover at Patterson uh, Northside Firehouse. Sure. And I knew how to get there the fastest. And probably because I was a buff and I was out chasing fires all over the place i knew where all the firehouses were i knew you know streets and i'd recognize like either major thoroughfares where i'd be like oh yeah okay it's off of this yeah i can find it no problem we'll, i'll get you right there right you know and then I, when i was a company officer and i trained my uh, engine drivers you know first thing first make sure that we can always get water and overcome any problems that you know were thrown at us and then we got into the the driving aspect of you know, I train them, learn the streets, shortcuts, learn where the hydrants are, you know, stuff like that. And I had some amazing engine chauffeurs during my career. They were they were wonderful. I never had an issue. And it, it was, you know. It was fun. It's all, it's all <laughs> about, you know, training. You got to have that, like, dedication. You got to train your guys. You know, right. you, you can't just let them go willy-nilly and then you get pissed off because they fucked up. And you're wondering... This guy, what's wrong with him? No, what's wrong with you as the officer? Why don't you do your due diligence and make things happen the way that you want them to happen? Yeah. Control you. You, got, you, got you, know? to, you also got to want to have guys who want to do it. Well, you can you can instill that in people. Yeah, you can. I, I I believe you can. I believe you can do it in certain individuals. I think that there's always going to be no matter where you go, there's always going to be that one individual that just does the bare minimum. So I, I, I I'll touch on that a little bit. I had a company, you know, on the job. They put me with a company. The guys, they were rough around the edges. You know, they worked there, but they weren't really, like, into the job. They had a job, they, yeah. Right. So then I come to the company, and I'm all buffy and everything. <laughs> I, I'm all into the job. You know, I eat, sleep, and breathe fire shit. 
like it's more important than anything that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. So I get this company and you know, they're good guys, but they're they're problem children. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I won't tell you who they are or anything, but um, when I got to the company, I told them, we go out, we do this, we do that, we do that. I was with them for probably, probably close to a year, and they performed fantastically within the first few weeks of me being their officer. And they got a little bit more into the job. We talked fire stuff. They never did any of that before. They, you know, so I think you know the individual. If you have that enthusiasm, you can spread that enthusiasm to other people. Yeah. You know, and they they feel like they want to they want to learn more. They want to be able to, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it, but like maybe compete with the other companies. You know, right. like right. showing that yeah you know, we're not the bum company. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I, so, I, I, no, I think you see. We've talked. It takes one. It does. You could be in a shitty house, and it's you. You, you never know. You one guy could change the whole dynamic of a firehouse. Right. It's amazing how that happens, but it's a true story. I've seen it live. You know, you got one guy, and then he gets transferred or promoted or something, or he retires, and then things just seem to like kind of fall apart. They weren't the way that they were. So sometimes all it takes is that one guy just to keep shit together. Yeah. I, I do have to ask. You told me a story about the one time you were out in the, the Detroit area. You know which story? I got a million stories from Detroit, but <laughs> know, something about a guy after midnight club or something. All oh, right, this so really uh, gangster area. Right, so we 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 went to Detroit. You know, I was always a fan of, of Detroit Fire Department. They're very busy. Um, they're probably like underrated. Like people are like, oh yeah, Detroit, whatever. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Detroit has got to be the busiest fire department. For fires in the country, hands down. Yes, a lot of it's vacant buildings, etc. They have a big arson problem. But it's just amazing. So we were at a fire. We were there on one trip, and we were at a fire. I met this guy from uh, Engine 34, and he said to me, can you send me some of the pictures that you took? And I said, yeah, sure. So he, we swapped email addresses and whatever. I emailed him the photos. Where He said, next time you're back in Detroit, come visit me at Engine 34. You can, you know... So I was like, all right. So I made a couple of um, big prints for the firehouse, and I brought them there. So I'm like, yeah, when should we go? So I said, hey, you know what? I'll go in the morning. I'm always big on, like, go to the like, career house, like, in the morning. Because I know what's going on, you know? Like, from, you know, time to go on duty till about, you know, 9 o'clock or whatever. They're cleaning the firehouse. They're cleaning the rig. So I can grab those guys' attention real quick. Once they get done with that, they're usually doing training. And then in the afternoon, they get some downtime maybe. And I don't really like to bother the guys in the, in the afternoon if I can avoid it. You know, so I try to base it on how my department ran. So I went there in the morning. I knock on the door. House watchman opens the door. He's wiping the sleep out of his eyes. <laughs> it's freaking 8.15 in the morning. <laughs> yeah? So I'm like, hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. He's like, oh, yeah, hold on. He's here. So he says, uh, sit, sit, sit on the desk for me. If the phone rings, just answer it. I was like, oh, okay. He said, just say Engine 34. They'll tell you where they want us to go. Just write it down on a piece of paper. All right, fine, fantastic. So he runs upstairs. So this guy comes down. And again, he's like crapped. He must have been in his bunk crapped out. So, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, good to see you. I give him the pictures and everything. He goes, come back later. He said, come for dinner. I said, okay, what time, you know? Now, my job, you know, we, we try to eat dinner sometime between 5 and 8 p.m. He goes, come back around like 8, 8.30. So I'm like, 8, 
by then I'll be starving to death. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, we're after midnight company. So I said, what does that mean? So he goes, we don't do anything really until after midnight. That's when we get hopping. And I said, seriously? And he said, trust me, you'll see tonight. So we went back, we hung out, you know, those guys ate dinner. We just kind of hung out with them for a little while. And then we hit the streets and everything. Literally at like 1201, 34s would respond on a dwelling fire. And when they got there, they stretched. They were first dip. They went to like five fires between midnight and eight o'clock in the morning. Holy <laughs> And I said, I, now I get it. You're an after midnight company. Holy shit. Because during the day, they didn't do nothing. Yeah. You know, I didn't hear them out on, a, on the radio at all during the day. You know, unless they had to go and do like hydrant inspections or something. But after midnight? Nonstop. Crazy. Just craziness. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I love to go to Detroit. You know, I think that it's still the same, but probably a little bit different. You know, we were going there like, you know, probably like 10 years ago was the last time I was there. The guys were excellent. You know, the action was incredible. You know, and these guys are riding around on rigs that, you know, at the time, their rigs were like held together with duct tape and bubble gum. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they were making it work, man. They were making it work. Making it work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people criticize them. Like, if you ever watch Detroit, probably now they're a little bit different. Uh, they had some, like, changes in their uh, commissioners and everything. So they changed some things. But when I was going there, you know, guy, two guys go up on a roof, you know, no saws. They just got malls. And they're up there just venting, and they don't, they don't have packs on or nothing. You know, it comes from, you know, here in New Jersey where we're very big on, you know, Everybody should be wearing your packs and, you know. Safety, safety. I would ask them a lot of questions. Like, how come you guys are not wearing packs? And they're like, we don't have any air. <laughs> we don't have time to stop and fill yeah, our yeah. bottles. We're going to five fires a night. And they didn't have, like, some, like a cascade unit. Like, we got all these fancy fucking Every rigs. Town's got a- you know, they didn't have that. So, like, if you're on a box, you know, and then, you know, you're picking up your hose wet and you're throwing it back on a rig. And they're like, yeah, go down the street. There's another one. We can see it. Because that was very common. <laughs> You know, like you would see another house on fire down a block, you know, and they just they just go. They don't have no air, but they got to fight that fire. You know, it, it, it was it was insane, insane, but cool at the same time. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, really cool. At the That's same an time. experience. It, it's 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 amazing when you sit back and I mean, because we grew up here. This is yeah. This is all we know. As much as we, you know, I mean, I've mean, seen it firsthand, but us in general, we know Northeast. Right. right? This is what we know. Like we don't. You, we travel, you, you go to another firehouse, you see cold, but you don't know what the way to do it. But then you hear stories about how differently it's done. Right. It, it's it, it, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Really? Like, right. It really dude, is mind-boggling. One of the dude, and I, a couple weeks ago, somebody messaged us. was like, hey, I'm buying a PPV fan. I'm looking for CFNs, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, first of all, how big are your houses that you're talking about? Because, hey, I'm not a mathematician and trying to, like, listen, I'm Joshua. I'll put a fan in the door. I'm not going to tell you rates and this and that. He's like, well, you know, our, our house is like McMansions. I'm like, okay, that's huge. He's like, no, those are medium-sized homes in our area. It's like Texas or somewhere out west. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah no, dude, we're, I can't help you there. <laughs> Go to Google. Who, who did we talk to? The guy at Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah. We were, we were, he was explaining something with one of their hose legs, and we're like, yeah. huh? I can't oh. what, what did they do? They did something that when we were talking about it, we were just, we were... Now, now I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna go back and listen. It was like a modified. They did something. Oh yeah, 
he was explaining to us, and we were just the three of us were like, sitting there like, staring. Like, like, don't we got we got to digest this? It was weird. It was like a reverse lay with the funky. It was, it was, I, it was something like, a, like making something up. It's like that's that's our normal. That's our that's our first deal for everybody. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, but you know what? Like, the, you gotta yeah, think what? about it. Like, wherever they are, that's it. That's you know, it, it, so, somebody it. put that hose yeah. load together. They works. tried it out, and they're like, "This works great." Perfect. Everybody's doing Everyone, it. Everyone's got it. Right. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we do. Where that might not function here in in Bergen County, New Jersey, or, or, or in a rural section in New Jersey, or in, yeah. a, in an urban setting, but wherever he is, it works. It's loud. Sleeping in the library. Oh, well, it's gone. Uh, oh. Well, another We're back. HVAC break. <laughs> Heating unit break. A lot of noise. Yeah, well, it is what it is. What's your take on... We've had conversations about this for here and there, but I like I like your take on this. Like, companies that have five people versus hour, or places that have minimal staffing, but it's going to... Still fucking take care of business. You know I'm getting at. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I worked minimal staffing my entire career. You know, we pull up on a house fire. Our first alarm is. You know, we come from. I was in a small city. Four engines and two ladders. Uh, Rob works there now. Uh, city of Passaic. I'm not gonna, you know, hide that from anybody. We have four engines and two ladders. We ride uh, an officer and two firemen on each piece. So, the way that they have it set up is our our, our assignments were two engines and a truck. On a report of a fire that was your first alarm the reason they had it like that is because they split the city it used to be a railroad that ran through the middle of the city so to get companies to come across sometimes was no good so that's the way they had it split up we pull up on a house fire there's nine of us nine of us now you got nine guys right now i take away two engine chauffeurs well now i'm down to seven right now i take away a guy that's got to set the ladder up right right we only got a handful of guys working the fire, you know, in the beginning. But we learned and adapted to that, and we kicked ass. Just to, I'm going, uh, I was buffing in New York City. We went to a 92 engine, 44 truck, photographed the rigs. The guys were like, oh, yeah, come back. We were there in the morning. They're like, come back for lunch. I was, like, reluctant to go for lunch. But we were at another firehouse taking pictures. And 92 and 44 called them and said, send the buffs back <laughs> for lunch. It's almost ready. So we went and we had lunch. So I'm sitting across the table from the chief, the battalion in the house. I think it was the 1-9 battalion, if I'm correct. And he says to me, oh, you're from across the pond. And I said, yeah. And he's asking me about my department. And I said, yeah, you know, it's small. We have four engines, two ladders, you know. And he says, well, how the fuck do you guys operate? And I said, well, in all honesty, Chief, you know, we have to prioritize what we're doing. Like, we might not shut the utilities right away because, you know, they're affecting a rescue or conducting a, even just conducting a primary search or something like that. And he asked, like, a little bit about, like, what, what's Passaic like? What's the district like? And I'm like, it's kind of similar to the Bronx. You know, we have five-story walk-ups, you know, two-and-a-half-story frame dwellings that are, you know, right on top of each other. You know, so, like, when we had fires, like, you know, in a house fire, nine out of ten times it was... Two, three houses going when we pulled up because they're so close to each other, you know, separated by like one foot alleyways and whatnot. So he says to me, I, I don't I don't know if I could operate like that. And I'm like, well, Chief, you know, we make it work. And he goes, I would just send you guys back to the firehouse. You're <laughs> fucking useless to me. You know, 
And I, and I understood it because, you know, they had like, you know, four or five man engine companies, six man ladder company, you know, the rescue's coming with a boatload of guys. And, you know, they got, you know, additional companies at their fingertips. Like their second alarm brings, you know, a hundred and something people or whatever. <laughs> My second alarm per se brought three more guys. <laughs> That's a reality of it, you know? But we made it work and, you know, our guys, you know, they, they had a lot of heart, you know, so they, they hustled up. You know, most of the guys lived in the city, so they had a, a reason to hustle up because they're probably related to somebody whose house is on fire or they're friends with them or whatever. So they worked like extra hard and we got things done. It wasn't pretty by any means. You know, if you, you know, nowadays, like everything's on social media and, you know, we got all the fucking critics out there, the fire critics. I love them, you know. Because I, I laugh because you don't know what I'm doing over there, you know, in my town. And I don't know what you're doing in your town. So I'm not going to criticize what you're doing. I really could care less, you know. You got to do what works for you. So when you look at us, we're probably not, you know, the textbook fire department. We don't do things perfectly. That's okay. We're not in a perfect world. But we're getting shit done. And if we can keep people from getting injured and killed, we're good. You know, and that was that was our main goal. Make sure our people were safe, you know. But sometimes you had to do things that maybe were a little unethical, maybe a little bit, you know, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done that, but fuck it, it got done, you know, and it happens. So, you know, I watch New York City fires, and I love New York City. I'm New York City buff, you know, they're not on the top of my list, but they're in my list. <laughs> um, you know, th- you watch on the news, you'll see. If, Fire in New York City, you might have like, you know, three, four companies working and 300 guys standing in the street. Right. You know? When I had that fire that I told you nine guys pulled up, there was nobody in the street. Not even fucking spectators. People didn't even come out of their houses to watch the fire. There was nobody. There was like two pump operators pointing at each other. That was it. <laughs> you know? And the chief was like in the backyard with us because it was a basement fire and we went in through the uh, Bilco door in the back, you know, down into the basement. So he was monitoring us from the rear of the building. There was like nobody in the street, you know. It was like desolate. Yeah. So the, the conditions are different, you know. Not to say you know that you know we're anything great, but we make it happen. We always made it happen. You know, we still continue to make it happen. We we wish that we could have the manpower like you know Newark or our neighboring brothers in Patterson. We just don't, you know. So we got to make it work. And there's a lot of fire departments throughout New Jersey that operate that same exact way. Yeah, a ton of them. That's like, honestly, the Jersey Standards three. Right. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Right. We're just short-staffed everywhere. Right. Especially daytime volunteer. Well, that's, that's a whole different. That's a whole. I know it's beat. not the same, but it's the no. Same. But still, it's like. Well, it's just the volunteerism. You know, I was a volunteer for uh, you know over twenty years. I served as chief of my volunteer department. That department at one time was like probably one of the busier departments in Morris County. Um, we had a lot of people. 18 pieces of apparatus. You know, it was a fairly decent-sized department. We ran a lot of runs for a volunteer fire department. Now that volunteer fire department is kind of sucking wind because you're not getting people to volunteer. It's the same faces are still there. You'll get a couple of new stragglers. They'll join. Then they decide, I want to be a cop or whatever. And then the town that I lived in, it doesn't support any place for the young person to live. Right. Right? So they would live with their parents, and then as soon as they were like, I got to get away from my parents, it's time for me to become an adult. They couldn't afford to buy a house, yep. and there's no garden apartments, so they moved. Right. So then we lost them. Right. You know? So it was, uh, 
it, you know, and that goes on in all it's these everywhere. places. It's I mean, yeah. here in Bergen County is a prime example. You know, someone that lives in, you know, like Alpine, they're volunteering, and then they, you know, they come of age where they want to move away from their home. Run. Where do you live in Alpine? Unless you're like a millionaire because everything is mansions. So they force those people to move somewhere else, and then the Alpine Fire Department, I use them as an example because it's a ritzy town, starts to shrink. Yeah. Or they find that they have to open their borders up and try to take people in from other towns to support their township yeah. fire department. And that, that goes on out by us in Morris County as well. Same thing. Just a thing. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> the fire service is in deep, deep shit. Oh, that's <laughs> somebody else's quote. I, yeah, that's, I can tell you whose quote that is. So he's, on, he's on the safe. He said that in my fire one class. First day. <laughs> It, you know, and, and like I, I say things like that sometimes myself, and I think it's like in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I did this, you know, twenty something, twenty two, twenty three years of volunteer, and then you know, twenty six years as a career guy. So when I look at it, to me, I'm like, yeah, this is we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. However, I'm a dinosaur. So maybe you maybe maybe the fire service isn't fucked. Maybe it just wasn't for me anymore. Maybe I the fire service outgrew me. Maybe I don't know, I don't I don't know. You know, but I can only just look at it through my eyes and I see it and I'm like we got problems. Yeah. You know, I think that what I really see that our problems are is like the fire department goes through too many highs and lows. They hold That's us up. It. They hold us up here really high. You know, like after nine eleven, you saw it. If you were a fireman, you were like a superman, superstar. They loved you. Then about three years, that went away, and you were a scumbag all of a sudden. Just was what it was. Like, oh, you make too much money, and this and that, and, you know. You're on taxes. Right, right. All all this stuff, and, you know, and pensions, and, like, all it just really brought down, like, your morale. Yeah. As a, as a fireman, because you're trying to serve your community and, you know, do, do the right thing. And you're, like, getting pissed off, because, like, Got to the point where, like, I got to the point where I didn't even want to tell anybody I was a fireman, except for all the firemen, right. you know? Because there was always that one guy. I go to a party, like, with my wife or something, and you know, someone would be like, "Oh yeah, we pay too much for your pensions." I'm like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" I'm just trying to have, <laughs> just a, have a beer. drink, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? It, so, meanwhile, I got to the point where, like, I didn't want to, you know. And I have friends that are cops that, you know, when people ask them what they do for a living, they tell them they're garbage men, you know. <laughs> On purpose, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to tell anybody. And I got to that point, like, with the fire department a little bit, where I didn't want to, like, say anything, because you never know what's coming out of it. And, you know, who needs to hear? I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't care, you know? Yeah. I was doing my job, and it is what it is. But, so maybe, maybe the fire service isn't, like, as fucked as we think it is. It's just, it's changing. It's evolving. I, I think it's evolving, and right. I think as you get older... I think you're 100% right that there's highs and lows. There's highs and lows in everything. Yeah, and there's always going to be highs and lows. And I think as you get older, you know, it's weird to say because when you joined, you know, you joined with a bunch of friends. And whether it was career, whether you got hired with a bunch of guys in your class, you always, you know, you knew. And then or whether you joined the volleys with a bunch of your friends, you went to fire one. And as you get older, you become that guy who was seeing the next generation come in. So I don't, I don't think we're fucked yet. 
yet is the key word there. We very well could be fucked. Oh, that's right. That's not again. You know, it depends how you're looking it at it. It depends on how you look at it. But you know, you you know, maybe you just outgrew. Well, like you said the fire service just outgrew, outgrew me. Right. Just outgrew, yeah. You'll, you'll never not be a fireman. You'll right. never you'll never not have that desire or sure. You know everything that that you did. It just it just might have outgrew you. Right. And, and just that's. And it, it's it's an evolve it's like an evolving thing and you know firemen don't like change. That's, <laughs> they, they, that's true. they don't like change. So <laughs> and I'm I'm guilty of that, you know. And my father was a, a captain in the job in Passaic before I got there, you know. And he told me when I first got on, he goes, ah, "You'll see, you'll know when it's time to like leave the job when it's time to retire. You know, you'll just know one day it'll just boom click. And you know what it did? Yeah. It was freaking amazing. Like the switch <laughs> was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. It's time for me to move on and you know let. The other guys take the reins, and I got to get the hell out of here. And, and that's what happened. It, it was weird. You don't want to. You don't want to be there long enough to become the problem. Right. That, exactly. You don't want to be there long enough to become the problem. You don't. You don't want to walk out that door, whether like career volunteer that you that guys talk about you for not the right reason. Right. You want to walk out with your with your head held. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, and you know you walk out you walk out that door and people still, when your names get brought up, oh, he was great. Well, the best thing the, in the world working with the him. best compliment. You don't want to walk out that door where they're looking like, fuck that guy. The best compliment that you can receive, and uh, you probably heard this before, I've heard other guys say it, and it's it's a God's honest truth. If someone says, hey, did you know so-and-so? And they say, yes, I did. He was a good fireman. That's all it needs to be said. The rest of it is bullshit. They may not even like you, but if they can say that you're a <laughs> good, good fireman, yeah. that means a lot. Mm-hmm. That means that you did what you were right. supposed to do. Yeah. You are 100% right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to like me, but... If- Matt, just respect what I do on the street. Just respect it. That's all it is. Matt. Because, you know, listen, you go to fires with people that, you know, you may not like, they may not like you, but you guys have to work together. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing your job, you know, and you can count on one another to, you know, keep each other safe and get the job done, you know, even if that person thinks that you're, you know, just a a miserable person and hates your guts in the firehouse, as long as they say, yeah, you know what, He's, he's a good fireman, best compliment you could ever receive. I was going to say, these guys were staring at me. We're like, oh, don't leave when people hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why I was looking at you. It's different situations. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it all varies. It all varies. It, does. it all varies. I mean, regardless of, regardless if you step away or you don't step away. Chad, 66 and two-thirds of dead is not worth it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of good conversations over the. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We did have a lot of good conversations over the kitchen table in the firehouse. Kitchen table was the best. That's another. I, I, spe- I spent a lot of time at the kitchen table as a company officer, as, even as a battalion chief. You know, sitting with I would sit with the newest guy and just bounce shit off of him or whatever. We sit around and watch YouTube fire videos or <laughs> or whatever. You know, and, because I'm a buff, so I'm into it. You know, like it. It was cool. I like that shit. Um, and uh, I think sitting down, you know, interacting with those people, you know, maybe help some of those people succeed in their career. You know, at least rub the off on them a little bit. A little buffiness is good. You're doing a dangerous job. Yeah. If you don't like like it, right. you should find another job. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just I, I loved this job. You know, I. That's why I was a buff. You know, that scanner would go off and I'd hear, like, there's a fire, like, up the block. I'm going. I'm not supposed to be going. I don't <laughs> have any reason to go. I'm going. I want to see what's going on, you know. I was kind of nosy like that. And then I just, 
started taking pictures and you know, my pictures were getting used in Fire Engineering Magazine and Firehouse Magazine. It was kind of cool, you know, but I just, I had to go to every fire and whatever. If I was near it, I was going to check it out, you know. Yeah, but that like obviously led into like who you were. I mean, yeah, I, I, was like, I guess kind of, yeah. You know, like yeah. just look what's going on now. Like, where, you know, the place you left. Like, there are definitely some good dudes that just got hired and they're not buffs. Right, right, yeah. Well. Strictly based on just a little bit of you know, well, if I could the rub, guidance. If you could rub that off on somebody a little bit, you know, it, it's good because this is a really good. You know, when you look at the fire service as a whole. Probably the reason I'm a big buff is like the history. I like history. So the history of the fire service and how we've evolved to where we are today. You know, you look back at like, you know, like a 1950s Mac L pumper with no roof, you know, in Massachusetts where fucking snows like you wouldn't believe. And you think about those guys riding on that rig or riding a tailboard. Yeah. And you're like, those, that's when men were men. These guys were for real. <clears throat> yeah, even I, I got a little golf on half the What? So I gotta go golf anyway. So ah. Sunday Super Bowl <laughs> golfing Sundays. Listen, it's, it's, it's nice. I haven't yeah. golfed in a while. I pretend. Oh, God. I pretend you guys have seen the debacle I am. With what? Golfing? Golf. You're terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> Me too. I make divots. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be better off if he made divots. Well, <clears throat> for golfers. Golf, golf. That reminds me, there's a golf outing in August that we were invited to. Which one? <sighs> okay. Oh shit, that's right. Just yeah. thought I'd point that out. Yeah, we do want to go. August. You want to go? I mean, I guess we could officially announce that. Okay, Foxwoods. What do you mean officially? Well, you can announce your 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 I'm a firehouse. You might as well announce. I made one of the big leagues. One of the big you leagues. Made it. It's one of, it? Firehouse Expo. Yeah. That's awesome. Ohio. We're going back to Ohio. We're going back to, we're going back to Ohio. I think I just we should like, sleep. Oh, I'd just like to say the original crew that went should be going. Oh, we're the going rest of back us. to Chad Ohio. There. <laughs> this guy, that was the most painful. Show. That was the most painful experience oh, ever. I'm glad I got it. So it was the first time we ever yeah, like, I think Mike, taught. Mike and I will stay back. Horrible. Mikey and Chad. Oh, horrible. 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 The first time we ever horrible. did anything. Horrible. Every review was like, who the fuck are you? What a loser! What are you were talking uh, like, I was like, Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, it, was it, was, it was brutal. Yeah, it that was cool. We was went out like, there under the cover at night. We left. Under the it was like cover. We, we were like Navy SEALs. We left at like five a.m. Got there, <laughs> bought a thirty rack of Bud Lights, went to Buffalo Wild Wings, put together like the, the, the yeah. last, the final draft of the presentation. Went to Lowe's. Went to Lowe's, bought, bought a, a bandsaw, <laughs> came back, taught the classes, and fuck it, we're out. But at least he gave it a shot. The election was all right. It was the hands-on then. Right. Well, the we, problem was it was, it was too, too big of a block. It was too big of a block. We didn't know where we were going. And they were all medics. They were, yeah, so, like, all again, medics. and that's, like, a big thing, like, when you yeah, were, like, again, teaching, teaching and giving stories around the <laughs> that's area. Like from me. In our area, like, many places aren't even, like, EMT. So, like, right. when we teach shit, it's, like, fucking obvious. Yeah. For most people, it's common sense control bleeding and yeah. shit. If somebody's exactly. got a rod through their face. But like out there, they're like medics. They're like and start an IV at the same time. Yeah, and we're like, like uh, okay, so move that needle there, sir. <laughs> 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 My bad. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. And that, it was just, it was a good learning experience. Well, I was gonna we say, were fucked for a minute one. <laughs> you, you may know the guy, Arthur <laughs> Ashley from, I think he's from Kentucky. I might told. You, he's a truck boss. I don't know. The name is familiar. He was in the class, and he, ever since then, he's been like always like throwing a. 
supportive thing here and there. He, he didn't say it was that bad. It was bad. He, it wasn't he, that he, bad. He's just, he's just making sure your feelings aren't hurt. It was fucking brutal, bro. <laughs> it was horrible. You got to start awful. somewhere, though. No, yeah, but you know what? I'd rather start out falling on my face <laughs> than fucking being like we did. full of... Yeah, we did. We did. But, but, but it was yeah, but I'm, but but I'm saying, do you want to be like fucking fluffed up and be like, oh, I'm the best thing in the world. You catch your first job and you totally fucking just... You don't even know how to put your seatbelt on? I'm not disagreeing with you, Mike. <laughs> or any, by any means, get punched in the mouth day one and be like, all right, this is how it goes. We were the definition of punched in the mouth that was day bad. one. Well, and you punched. read the reviews and you're like, oh, shit, we better evaluate what the hell we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we evaluate a lot of things. And, and you got to start somewhere. And how many places you been now? Shut it down. Shut it down. Call a spade a spade. Yeah. It was so bad. They, they, they invited us to stay one more night. We're like, you know what? Yeah. No, you guys should stay and come to the social. We're out of here. We're out of here. Yeah, sorry. Mike. Sorry. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, there's a social event tonight. Your no. class is over three. Social event starts at five. We're like, we're really by 3.30. Yeah. I remember we packed we the, did, car, we packed we the packed car up. Car. We, we didn't go back to the hotel. We beat the traffic. We, yeah, we <laughs> Thank you. We checked yeah, out. We checked out. We literally, we went to the hotel. Like Rob said, we had Buffalo Wild Ones went to Lowe's. We slept. We had a bed, a cot, and a couch in the room. We watched the. We had. We woke up the next morning. The funeral procession for that Ohio cop that was killed in line of duty. Yeah. That passed the highway. We watched that. We're right. like, eh, hey, we'll just pack the car now, just in case. And we always come back. Be fine. We're, nope. Throw our stuff in the car. Literally, we fucking we went to the place. Rob did the lecture. Chad and I stood in the back, and like Chad and I were just reading the room, and you could tell that squads nobody, in the mid in the Midwest. Are yeah, strange. Like, cause it was the, it, it There's was a squad. Like, that was Rob's first lecture on the squad concept. Like the first and they're lecture. like, so what do you and mean? No one you can was do like, that? what do you mean a squad? And we're like, it's just a mindset. So an ambulance? No, yeah. No. There was no. <laughs> you could tell we lost them fucking from minute one. And as we were driving to the firehouse, I'm like, yo, we're gonna call time of death on this, right? <laughs> we called the hotel. We checked out. And bye. We literally went to the. We went, did the class, did the hands-on, which literally was just like we built some rebar, and we were like, meh, meh. Some people bar. liked it. Some Two or three it. of them. <laughs> we we finished their class and we're like, see you bye. Because we, we had flight medics no, in the class had, too. Yeah, we had. Remember, we had to stop back at the conference center because we had to talk to the guy. Yeah. We literally drove back to the conference center. It's like three forty. He's like, oh, here's come a, on, here's a Yeti, and we're like, thanks, bro. And he's like, come <laughs> by to the social. We're like, yeah, we're on the way. <laughs> three three forty three. We're on we're on the highway. We're like, eh, we'll make it home at some point. <laughs> Got home at like 11 o'clock. Uh, no, we got home later. We got home like one, like three. Like yeah, one, we could have worked one, for the CIA or the NSA yeah, that yeah. day. They were like, these guys we are in and out. Time, we called time of death early on that one. Like, we limped that bitch along. I'm sure that you like, guys are not the only ones that have ever oh, gone through that. Absolutely not. Yeah, you just had that fucking Lucas machine pumping chest on the whole time. Nope. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> From the air to the electric to the hands on. <laughs> pumping a chest, pumping for a breath. We um, a dick. Yeah, that was, we drove more hours than we actually stayed. 100%. It was like sixty. It was like eight hours each way. Ten to one. That's why I never did. Any, that's why I never did any of that. It was like ten hours. Well, each this way. is the we bucket list. Maybe this is it. I wasn't. I wasn't interested in in the state of Ohio itself. Going teaching. on like some road show or some shit teaching. Is that the yeah. FJ or the Forerunner? Forerunner. I just got the Forerunner. Oh, I just got the Forerunner. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say whoever sat in the back of the FJ was like pissed. Oh yeah. That was the highlight for South Shanksville. Yeah. So the 9-11 Memorial out there. Yep. It's just odd. Oh, it's just still smelling like Jeffrey. Okay. They said that that's it's still, it's still like that. Yeah. The fields, yeah. 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 Still smell. You walk out there, you still smell. It's very, very eerie. I never got it. Oh, be- beautiful Memorial. Just. 
Yeah, we're like, we might as well stop. Yeah, you can't not. Ne- I've never been to that. Or or the I never been to the museum either. In the city? Yep, no. I no people, a, lot people, a lot of people never been to I just finally went last year. I ain't going. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Where in Ohio is this this one? Columbus, it's it's like FDIC. Oh, it's oh, their, it's their competition, so. Competition? FDIC and Firehouse. Oh, yes. Magazine, yeah, Firehouse Magazine. Expo. You're going to go, right? I may or may not. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Bye. You're going to have PTSD halfway through Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, God. Not again. Give me hope. No. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. Is it a lecture or hands It's just a fast team lecture. Forty-five minutes. So he's tied. Yeah, I'm just talking. Uh, talking You guys, moral support. You know, when I come come down to crash and cry, it's fine. We'll do a podcast after. It's fine. How we we can off this one? Yeah, that was. It'll be better. Become a hot instructor, then we'll. No, I won't. I don't know. As long as I'm fasting, shit. You want to start that battle? No, I don't want you to start that battle. I want you to start any battle. Who started that last day? We were sitting here. I think everybody should be a fast team. And then it turned into... One, oh, one. oh, we had that fucking battle back here. Yeah, day. that was good. Everybody I, should do it. Everybody should do it, except my company. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're inside first, too. I just hated that. I hated that. I got assigned writ a couple of times, you know, because you know, our third do engines. Yeah. I was a resi- you know, writ team. I was third do. They're stayed. like, you're writ. Oh, and I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching, like, yeah, fires yeah, blowing yeah, out yeah. windows. And I'm like... What are we doing? You know, can't you assign somebody else? Like, just call, call somebody else. else. <laughs> There's me. nothing worse than being the rip. There's, I mean, we all know it serves a purpose. It's a very important yeah. job. But a very I important job. That but there's just purpose. nothing worse than you're like, <laughs> God dang it. Bring a lawn chair and shit. <laughs> Fucking digging up, digging out, digging into the bar to lean on, up the ground to lean on. Digging, it. digging in the trenches of yeah. equipment. Oh my just God. hanging out yeah. here for a while. That was our first guest podcast. Bobby. Uh, they love yeah. that shit. They love it. They've been busy. Four jobs in oh, three days. They had, they had the double fatal. They had the double fatal. Did you see that one they caught? Uh, that mansion? The, oh, yo. Oh, yeah. It's a big fight. Big fight. Big house. See, did you see the picture of his helmet? <laughs> ice cube. Fucking three inches of ice just built up on the helmet. It's like him at uh, Markel. <laughs> that was cold night. It's like me sitting at your fucking. Your fire. Your fucking oh, chlorine fire. Canal Street. That was another oh. cold night. Yeah. I drove this fucking thing. I'm like, this is gonna be great. That was uh, cold. Fuck that. At least you guys had that heat. That was cold. What? At least you had heat. Not by much. <laughs> it was so cold. It didn't work for nobody. Those spectacular fires are fun for like the first like five minutes. And then yeah. Like, like, and then after that, you're like, what the fuck? I got to go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a spectacular fire like that where there's every window there's fire. You're like, Damn. this is awesome. And yeah. then you're like, Shh, wait a minute. They're gonna, gonna be here for. Oh fuck you! Oh, oh, oh no. just fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> just, just no. That, that was the Christmas Day fire by us. Oh yeah, 2019. Yeah, I remember like that morning. I was like, oh. and the way oh, they reported yeah. it, it was like oh, we this worked is probably that a house or something. <laughs> and then we had one. That and then when we pulled up, oh, I was that. like, oh motherfucker! <laughs> that was a We went as the red. Yeah, we were the third do writ yeah. on that that Christmas Day fire. We got put work to work right away. Thank you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, uh, the guy sitting in the back had had video. I was in the front of the rescue. I mean, I was making fun of all the buffers because it's just like 
fucking 4.50 yep. on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and I'm driving past, and there's a guy on a camera, I'm like, go home, you fucking hand job. <laughs> go home. It's Christmas. Nobody wants to be here, and you're just, come on, bro. So I've been that guy. That was a fun fire. That was a cold one. Rob gave that me was shit for that one. Cold. That's yeah. that's one of the ones you stick. you know you're not gonna have fun. Yep. Right. I'm sitting there oh, on the yes. line, yeah. and I said, you know what? Fuck this. I pulled up a pallet. I had a seat. No and everyone goes, why are you sitting? Because we're gonna be sitting we're here for a long time. Right. Oh, time, don't don't sit. Needs... You look like an asshole. I'm like, I'm not standing for four hours. This pallet be underwater. Yeah. I was like, his big one. The which one? Two years ago. The the chlorine one. Right off by twenty one. Yeah, the icy yeah. one. I remember, I remember this. We're, we're on the way down. I'm driving, and I'll say I see his name come off my phone. I'm like, I wonder if Dickhead's working. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, where are you? I'm on the way. Where are you? Hi. Right, when you get here, you're gonna do this. I'm like, I'm not gonna do any of that. We're not doing any of that. Trust me, they can't contact you. I'm calling you. He's like, yeah. That's just it. Goes. They can't call you on the radio. I'm calling you on the phone. Right. You gotta do this. I'm like, I, that doesn't sound like something I want to do, though. He goes. It, it, Too bad. Really not what we're asking. Yeah, you went there. They ended up pumping I, out the highway. I drove for that one. They were pumping on twenty. I had a ton of fun till my shit started freezing and breaking on my brand new truck. So I, yep. I broke two <laughs> valves on my truck so in the we, first hour. I was pissed. <laughs> we hooked up, and I had. I, I mean, I got it between that fucking loader and shit. Yeah, I, I got it. They were up on the uh, really tight. Not where you had your fire. Yeah, up on the. We second were, driveway. We were on the oh. second driveway in between a loader. Engine three was frozen to the ground. Your engine. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. this is frozen to the ground. I remember pulling up, setting it up. I walked up to him. I go, "Are you feeding us?" He goes, "Oh." I go, "Okay." <laughs> he goes, Take that hose. I go, "All right, cool." Put it on. By the time we left, I disconnected, and it just ice. Just like yeah, it we, was just. We had to cut straight out. Everything I don't know how. Somebody, we somebody, so, somebody just fed us. The water ran. Yeah. But even with the water flowing Froze through, you still get it, it, it was just it, like insane. How quick it just ice, and I was like, "Yep." But got back in that fucking truck. I couldn't feel my fucking hands. Well, after that one, that's like what was it? I guess Paramus hooked us ladder one up for tour threes. We we had to cut the hose because it was just right. Yeah, it was done. Because yeah. yeah, you were after because you stayed by us most of the day. Because we were right next to. Because we were right next. Yeah. And then when we left, I don't know where you ended up. I just probably freezing cold. That was that was like a, I remember guys from up here recovering. I walked in. They they couldn't even recognize you. I was just like it's a, a zombie. Cold day, it was man. Cold day. I just dropped off chips and Gatorade to you at the yeah. firehouse, and then I went to my apartment. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. My sister lives in Boston. I was up oh. there last weekend. I have never felt bad for anybody. I've done this the hardest <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> anybody. I, just throw there, it out there. There is no doubt I felt bad for every member of the emergency services in Boston. I woke up last Saturday morning in Boston. It was minus nine <laughs> degrees no. with a wind chill of negative 41. No. I didn't even want to look out the window because it looked cold outside. <laughs> and I was inside. I'm like, you know what? That that air looks cold. Yeah. Close them lines right. right the fuck up. Right. 100%. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah, you know it's bad when it looks cold It outside. looks <laughs> like, you know, you open it, you're like, oh. Damn. And then we went to brunch. I came back and they, they're the fucking the, the department that she, the city she lives in. I sent you guys the video. Uh-huh. Rescue. They're all in on a broken pipe. These guys, these poor bastards are walking around with like, squeegees. I'm like, you know what, brothers? Yeah. Coffee for you. Not today. <laughs> Come get a complimentary gun. Oh, that was... Yeah, that was cold. Yeah, That's that was the, the morning after Morcow. I guess it was still going on. We had a fire in our town. Yes. And I just... It was... 
came in at like 6 30. Yeah. Yep. I stepped off the truck. Oh. I had a ride officer. I took one deep breath. I'm like, my nose hair is just frozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. This fucking's not good. Yeah. That was the garage? The, the private yeah. one? Basement. Basement. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. went to the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember I kept warm doing shit. And then right <laughs> when you're done, you're like, oh. Damn. Damn. That's, that's the worst. When it's cold, Fire's out. Like, ah, God, it's cold. Good. You've been working for two hours. You're like, all right. And then you're like, okay, time to pack the hose. And you're like, why am I, what, what? Why, why is it so cold? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was last week, dude. Yeah. Right, you're soaking wet. Oh, you're soaking wet. Yeah. You're just, and it's like, oh. You know what so sucks? Cold. They don't even give out plastic bags anymore, so you can't even, like, steal a couple to make the booties out of them. Yeah. Nice little ghetto trick. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> can't even get plastic bags can't anymore. Fucking sea turtles. Can't see a plastic straw in fucking two years. You go to drink your drink, falls apart. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're saving the environment, man. We're saving the environment. We're, We're drinking out of solo cups that take 200 years to... <laughs> yeah, to, to, to right. But, but <laughs> we're saving the environment. Make sure you cut them little fucking things up so the sea turtles don't get their heads stuck in them. It's <laughs> a <laughs> dog's head now. <laughs> now we're going to fucking... Peter's going to be yelling at us next. Oh, First it was Barstool. He's going to be in trouble. Yeah, First it was Barstool yelling at us, then Peter. Yeah, every time we see them at animals, they throw deep in there. Peter, uh, the EPA, too. Woofa. Woofa. That's good stuff. Yes. Is there any questions elsewhere? I don't know. The floor is yours. I don't know. Well, what I don't know if you posted anything on Instagram. I didn't know there was nothing. No, there was just people making fun of Rob. I just said, who's the guest? But there's the guest. <laughs> this, this guy. With his, new, with, his new little, <laughs> with his new little black helmet riding the boss seat. Oh, from his, here. Yeah, yeah, from his little helmet right on the windshield there. Like, mm. I fixed it. I'm like, look at this. Yeah, who wrote the front seat? Look at this. I knew it was we were running. I was sitting in the hotel. And we went out, and I'm like, scanning. Put the scanner on. Who like, sounds like that? God I, damn I it. I put the scanner on, and I'm like, I'm listening, I'm listening, and I hear, where he was going, I'm like, that cocksucker is sitting in the front seat. <laughs> like, motherfucker. Just like that. <laughs> yep, going to that thing, Pat. I was like, like what? <laughs> See you later. This is what, your 12th Volley House? Uh, 64. 64. 64. I thought it was a 68. Both of still take Try them all out. Maybe you'll find a spot. <laughs> <where you're laughs> One day somebody says, <laughs> when you start moving to different counties, then, we, then we're going to have to talk with you. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It makes it fun. Listen, if you go places you learn, you get a little bit more exposure to things. Yeah. <laughs> it helps when you leave your bubble once in a while. I guess it does. We've all left our bubbles. Yeah, try something different. Whatever. My bubble's pretty good. I, I left my bubble real far <laughs> for, that, for that month. Just oh, yeah. He was working well, I just jumped wildwood. the highway. Oh, you were? Wildwood? <laughs> Travel was a little much. Yeah, oh, you don't say. It's a lot of <laughs> shit. <laughs> don't yeah. say that commute was just a tad long. Maybe five years ago you would, you would have been all right. I'm just saying, like, just. I, w- I would have been able to quit my job currently. It's not in the same position. Yeah. Different world, man. Changes. Put the two bucks on in there. <laughs> it's all different. <laughs> it's all different. Right? It's going to keep changing. Anything else so coming up? Or anything? Yeah, Bobby's home. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No. Any other than that? End of September. Yeah. yeah last week. That's 24 to 29, I think. Oh, so you're going to have that, and then we have Fire Expo like the month yeah, after? Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, did you, I, I submitted, but he we spoke to that one guy, and he was like, Yeah, we want you back just to do that. Like when we did the interview with the 
Chief Bouvier, oh, yeah, like that whole spread. He's like, he, you know, he's maybe like, I'll have, maybe I'll have to call you're going to go to that that's one. Good that one you would have had fun at. That was cool. But then yeah. that's what we were talking about. They do the golf outing in August. Yeah. Whatever happened with that doctor guy that came too. with the cool rim cutter thing, the one oh, at the firehouse. We got him. Oh, yeah. We have the kit. Yeah. Um, it's in my garage. He's used it. I've used it. The little dolphin cutter. That was funny that night because I thought I was talking to a fireman and I'm talking to some doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and me, I, you know, like, I'm, unfortunately, like, I was in the Navy. I'm a Navy sailor, so, like, the F word is, like, a it's part of my vocabulary. And always has been. I even said it to my grandmother, you know, it just is what it is, you know. And, and I'm talking to this guy, and then I find out he's a doctor. I can ask him, where are you on the job? He goes, no, I'm not on the job. And I'm like, what are you doing in my firehouse? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a doctor. And I was like, all you right, make cool, convention. Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> That thing's been pretty snazzy. Yeah, it works. It works. It's, it works. It's well. now for sale in the U.S. That's good. At a lot of events. That was a pretty cool tool. It works. Yeah, it we works were the first really ones well. to have it in the country. Yeah, really. That yeah. was the first Only demo the interview. That was the first demo in and, America. And I called him the other day. I, well, it was about yeah, two months ago. ago. Yeah. And uh, we did like an actual cut. On, oh like, yeah, a yeah, legit yeah, yeah. Job that I was working. You had it. Yeah, I. I was in a pitch. I called two departments that were, were the town I was in. And two they said, technical and departments. They, and they said, absolutely not. Take them to the hospital. And I was like, Are you I am the hospital. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> and they would not come out. And so I was like, you know what? I know yeah, Rob's you got go the tool. Uh, Rob. Rob's got the tool. Well, I was. I was. Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. journal. Simple. Yeah. Right. But we got. We could get called to the hospital. Oh, yeah. No, neither department. Yeah, neither. Do they have it? it? Yeah. Have. And they said, take them to the hospital. I was like, I am the hospital. Like, but the point of my job is to prevent readmission. And they were like, we don't care. So I called Rob. We did our first official uh That was the first American cut. With, with, a, with a legit patient in the U.S. Technically, it was, it was cool. yes. Who brought it on? Rob. He called me. I was I like, you can him. use it. I was it. like, dude, I, I was I, it your house? No, yeah, it's in my t- we'll, well, we'll do another. Get in his bitch bag. Of course. <laughs> well, that's you, ever a good see, you ever see his bitch bag is his garage? Yeah. What do you need today? 81 different helmets. Right. Yeah. 4,000 fucking fire shields. Where, where am I going today? Shield, just go to his house. I got black ones, I got white ones, I got yellow ones, I got green Where ones. Where am I going I today? Am I training? Oh, am I safe? this box out. I got one insert, two inserts, three inserts, four inserts. Oh, what color are you look for? That's just completely different. Well, when you're the man of many hats. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, need to have all the hats. You gotta have the hats. He's got different colors. Different, different colors. colors, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't made a challenge going yet. Red helmets, black helmets. I don't know why. Why haven't we? Heat, no. Ooh. Challenge going. Oh, flown then? Yes. Yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One day we'll do something cool. We'll, we'll not have we money and shows. funding. Doesn't need to be just you. We Pocahontas. Who's this? We shit Pocahontas. Who says well, you're that? Staring, you're staring at about eight hundred dollars I invested into us. Eight hundred dollars of bacon, egg, and cheeses and yeah. beverages. I ain't gonna lie to you. I still get fucking billed every month for the fucking pot. The one day I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck bill is this? I'm like, oh, that's right. We that's why we have to use it more. Our podcast online. Yes. I think well, this is the. Yeah, we still get hit. I yeah, get the, you get the emails? I get the emails. It's like 10, 150 more people. I was like, holy shit. I'm surprised people actually like click this thing. That's because you don't want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy because like, let's look it up. Let's, let's do one of these. You can't have new monthly listeners right. if you don't have new monthly content. Oh, we're the kings of monthly content, huh? Nope. Holy. And that was 100% a joke there, brother. <laughs> well, of 
course. Hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to log in. We're the kings of bi yearly content. Bingo. I think that's why people like it. They all listen. Sometimes to it might be better, right? Yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, phone back like, oh, came shit, up with something. Back right, yeah. <laughs> See the Yeti. You don't yeah. feel like you don't know what to do once you grab it. I mean, right. every episode, February. Every it's episode, been four months. Oh, look at every this. episode does have over 2,000 downloads. When, when, so when far. Uh, October? EMS Pro. Did you ever make that a soundbite? What was that? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did you see? <laughs> sending those memes around yesterday. That guy on, uh, I think it's Instagram. I don't know. Whatever. The guy with the drink. You, you know sent what? it to me? Yeah, you. You sent me a reply. <laughs> make sure the volume's up. Sent me a reply. <laughs> like, he stares at. He sends me a lot of random shit. Half of it's Polish stuff. What's wrong with that? Yeah, be you know diverse. Right. What's there? Good pierogi recipe. I'm trying to say, is there any oh, locations? Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. Where's yeah? Where's our locations? Most are the U.S. Ninety-three percent. Then Canada. Then Germany. Oh, Germany. UK. That's Mexico. Deutsch. Australia. So that's all I know. So Bahamas. Kuwait. Sweden. Kuwait. Colombia. Cities. Kuwait. New York, New York. I'm going to screw this up. Frankfurt am Hesse. That's how it's written. (laughs) Frankfurt am Hesse. Brooklyn, Minneapolis, Atlanta, Ridgewood, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Washington, Denver, and D.C. It's a lot of paid departments. Yeah. Those are the hubs. So shout out to all those guys. That probably, thank you for making sure first we're first not talking out, shit. All, they're probably, they're probably sitting around going, we should make our own podcast. And see what's happening. <laughs> see what stupid <laughs> shit they got to say. Right. That's, un- that's pretty good. Hoopals. Oh, we got this one. The Bronx, Toronto, Hawham. I downloaded by accident. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, it just started playing what and it just it counts. I thought it was going to be some The first ones were brutal. <laughs> yeah. Because we had nothing. It was like talk. Oh, <laughs> but we were like, like oh, we were recording God. into our phones and shit. The first one we did was with a remember that circle fucking microphone. Oh, this Chris's snow globe or whatever the hell that was. Your old iMac. We were using like Garage Band to produce it. I walked in fifty minutes. Yep. Late. Now you've evolved to this high tech equipment. Yes. Yeah, pretty soon you're going to need a studio. The people that are actually pretty smart. You're gonna need a, I don't know if I'm smart, man. I just like to bullshit a lot. <laughs> Ask that's anybody perfect. that knows. That's, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. Studio. We'll put a studio. We'll just put a curtain up. <laughs> <laughs> studio right there. Studio. Oh. No oh. heat. No heat. You don't need heat. Overrated. We're in New Jersey. We're just talking about how we're all frozen at fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need heat. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I can't wait for spring.